Hey y'all, it's Brianna. I just wanted to let you all know before tonight's special Halloween episode that there are some things that could be considered um, triggering. So I also wanted to give you guys a heads up and let you know that this episode does contain mentioning of um, gang violence, animal death, animal sacrifice, um, child death, and toxic abusive relationships. So if that's something that you want to opt out of and not hear, um, you can most certainly do that. We certainly understand. Um, if you're not bothered by it, then by all means, we hope you do enjoy this special um, Valentine's Day episode. Um, we're also um, going to include the episode outline in the show notes so you can opt out of what you would um, consider triggering for you personally. Um, we hope you all enjoy the episode for those of you who decide to listen and happy Valentine's Day. Hey y'all, welcome back to Beyond the Bazaar. I'm Brianna. Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And we are back for our, as promised, a special Valentine's Day episode. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sarah <laughs> is our paid sound engineer. <laughs> yes. I should say, I, I just, you know, it's simple work. I just try to keep the masses happy and myself because I amuse yes. myself. <laughs> Oh, yes, as you should, as you should. <laughs> yeah, guys, so this evening, well, we're recording this before Valentine's Day, but as we're hearing this, Eve. it is Valentine's Day. So mm-hmm. happy, Valentine, happy Valentine's Day to our couples, to our singles, to our friends, to everyone. Yes, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, happy Galentine's Day. There's all types of love. There is familial, there is friend love. There's self-love. There's not just romantic love, you know. I mean, however you celebrate, make it a good day for yourself. I'm going to, you know, I'm single. So, like, and I'm not just putting that out there. Hello, (laughs) Misha Collins. (laughs) Like, you'd ever hear that. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm so subtle. Um, But, yeah, just, like, make yourself happy. Because, like, you know. Life is hard, especially right now. And then it, it can yeah. be the older you get. Like, come on, mm-hmm. let's let's not joke. <laughs> yes, this, this is so true. This is so true. Like so many people, like you should like just consider Valentine's Day just a day for couples, but like yeah. you said, self-love, family, mm-hmm. friends, all mm-hmm. this stuff. Like, you know, it's just a day of love in general. At least that's how we like to view it. Yeah. And it's definitely a day, you know, worth celebrating and not just I mean it is a hallmark holiday I can't say it's not but (laughs) yeah they capitalize on that (laughs) yes it is a hallmark holiday but Mm -hmm. it's one that we like um Sarah was actually talking about what we're going to be doing unfortunately I have to work but Sarah does have off and Sarah what do you plan on doing for your Valentine's Day 
Well, you already know. I'm going to watch My Bloody Valentine. Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> Top of the list. <laughs> yes. Um, Pride and Prejudice, because I, mm-hmm. I just gushed to you about Mr. Darcy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to watch um, the episode that is Joshua Jackson's favorite in Dawson's Creek, which is called Castaways. And mm-hmm. it's about Joey and Pacey being stranded in Kmart. And this aired guys in, like, <laughs> I think 2005. <laughs> Oh. So it is just it's the right amount of nostalgia. Like it's it's in a Kmart, guys. Like yes. oh my god, like every yeah. time okay. I see it. I'm sorry. I just got excited. Every time I no, see no. this episode, I just like squeal inside. So it's just beautiful. Yeah, no, I get it because I was actually gonna say, like in our city, we actually don't have any Kmarts left. So like, yeah, hey, the nostalgia yeah. is there. Yeah. I know my friend, she visited Australia and like Kmart is like really it's held like really high regard. Any of our listeners in Australia, if you can verify this, I don't want to be wrong, but like if memory serves me correctly, when she visited there, she was surprised because you know how Kmart's kind of treated like um in America, it's kind of treated like a discount store where they are yeah. like the same level as Target. Right. I know you mm-hmm. mentioned that. I'm curious, too. So uh, if y'all want to, like, let us know about that, we appreciate it because we're some curious cats. And we have questions. We are. I just want to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge is power. Ultimate yeah. power. Right. It is. The more you know. <laughs> yes. For my Valentine's Day, I'm probably... Um, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely need to finish you. I'm probably going to start some of that tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow, definitely my bloody Valentine. Um, oh, yeah. I'll probably watch that since I do have to work. I'll probably watch that because I've seen it like 101 times. So oh, God, I can yeah. watch that while I'm working. It never gets old. I even might find the episode. Oh, yeah. Like Castiel's in it. So I'm going to watch it. Um where like the um cupid comes in and everything and like you know um dean is like coming up to sam and he makes a joke and he's like be my valentine because he picks up a heart and it's like a nod to my bloody valentine and i'm like perfection (laughs) i I, I love it when they do that i I remember they did that um during like i think they had like a house of wax when they did that yeah they did with um yeah the god of truth and Mm -hmm. paris hilton was the god oh my god that was so good it was funny i know i love it when they do that yeah (laughs) so with that and then i also like i said have to um i'm probably gonna make a dent in the show the affair it's a showtime show guys Oh, Watch yeah, it's like a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah's already finished it, but I'm just not starting. No, I haven't. So. Okay, you haven't? so I, I was cl- no, I tried, but like I was not feeling good that weekend. Mm-hmm. I was like. I was I wanted to watch as much TV as possible, but my head would just not let me. I had the worst headache. Oh, yeah. Um, so I had to like season five and I would I just wanted to cry because then Prime, of course, took it off. And I'm like, well, I'll just have to get a showtime um trial or the library where I'm near me and everything. They'll let me rent it. So I'm gonna finish it one of these days because it got good. I need to oh, I need answers. I, I, I honestly it's a really great show like I just get yes. I, like I get burnt out easily now when I'm um mm-hmm. when I'm binging shows I don't I don't right. get why I used to be able to like you know watch shows but now it's like you know most that I can do is probably like you know seven episodes and I'm kind of mm-hmm. like burnt out um I think the last show I binged like that was like the first season of um of Euphoria yeah oh Euphoria yeah. is good oh you mm-hmm. I mean I'd say season three and season mm-hmm. one for me, I was like, I was hooked. I could not stop watching it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. With you, I was hooked like the first few episodes. Mm-hmm. As soon as they put on that hat and start following people, I was like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. So, guys, for this episode, we actually have, as we had mentioned um, a few months ago, um, back when we wrapped up our um, third season. We were talking about how we were going to get some um, real life dating and relationship horror stories. So we have a few of those that we're going to share towards the um, middle end of our um, episode. But for right Can't now, we're going to. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> but right now, we're going to start off with um, some origins of <laughs> Valentine's Day, as well as the notorious St. Valentine's Day massacre. Sarah, mm-hmm. you want to take it away? Yeah, you talking to me? You know, I always think of the <laughs> mafia talk <laughs> when I'm researching this. Y'all will see why. All right. So this was something else. I'm sure you've already heard of it. Um, so the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, um, pretty much, let's see, this was like, it happened like pretty much because of the ratification of the 18th Amendment. Prohibition led to the rise of bootlegging, allowing gangs to make money and connections um, with smuggling alcohol. So pretty much during um, 1924 and um, to 1930s, Chicago became one of the largest centers for gang activity. It was like a very dangerous place to be, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Especially, I believe it was the Italian families, like Sicilians for sure, um, which I think Capone was in the Sicilian gang, if I remember correctly, just from memory. Um, I think so. See, with me, I'm I'm not as well-versed as I want to be in Mm -hmm. um, the New York mafia, but I Mm -hmm. know more about New York than I do about Chicago, unfortunately. Right. Well, I mean, John Gotti was like something else, so. Oh, yes. I'm Guys, I promise you, I'm not a criminal. <laughs> but I love. <laughs> no, love. you're just like planning to find some handsome mafia boss and be his trophy wife. <laughs> See, I mean, I would, but like, I used to watch Mob Wives and everything. I said, like, this is right. like, like, you know, worrying about like, you know, if you're going to get killed because oh, of who your of husband is or yeah. whatever. Like, that's just too much stress for me. I was like, y'all can have it. <laughs> right. So you wouldn't like be Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde Nett. I mean, I, I mean, like when I watch I'm Goodfellas, no, it's fine. I'm, when I watch Goodfellas <laughs> and I see like, you know, um, Henry and Karen, I'm like, you know, yeah. that's toxic. It but, is you very know, toxic. And like the people who kiss you on the cheek one day can literally be putting a bullet in your head the next. Like, I just couldn't do it. Yes. I could that is not. a good lesson, guys. Mm-hmm. Definitely keep that in mind. Yes, um, but mm-hmm. other than that, I just like the whole aspect of it. Like, you know, how, how they were so organized and how they had yeah. everything on lock. Like, it's really fascinating. It is. The whole, like, hierarchy of it. I mean, there mm-hmm. was, like, the boss. Then there was, like, you know, so many tier levels just to mm-hmm. get to the boss. Like, it was ingenious. Yes, and then the whole made men, unmade men. That's actually... Yeah. How, have you seen Goodfellas? Yes. Okay, yeah. But I, I don't... Because I'm not going to get into the whole plot of Goodfellas on here. Because <laughs> I have anything to do yes, with Chicago. But if you're curious, or I'm sure most people have seen it, but we don't judge if you haven't, um, you should definitely watch it. It's a good movie. It is. It mm-hmm. is. R.I.P. Ray Lewitta. Yeah, it definitely shows the raw side of uh, the mafia. It does. It does. It was just it was really great. That in like, The Godfather too. Yeah, for sure. Those are great mm. examples. Yes. All right, back to our yes. regular schedule programming. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, basically, um, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre took place on the morning of February 14th, 1929 in Chicago, Illinois. So, Al Capone's gang disguised themselves as police, police officers. Two of them did, anyways. 
um, and then um, a few kind of dressed up as civilians to like, mm. you know, just go under the radar. So they entered a garage at 2122 North Clark Street. The garage was run by members under George Bugs Moran. Um, so Capone's gang lined the members up in a line and shot them all in cold blood. Yeah, they opened fire. Go ahead. <laughs> No, no, I was just saying, ooh. <laughs> I know, it's it's something else. It they is. opened fire with machine guns and other weapons. 70 bullets later, the men were dead. Can you imagine, like, the carnage? Right, it's, it's, it, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's standard mafia stuff, but at the same time, I mean, that's overkill, like, though, like, yes, I, I think I I'm just desensitized. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I was thinking the same thing reading this. I was like, well, it was only, like, you know not that many men dead but like how they were killed like yeah yeah that was brutal 70 bullets i just that's overkill yes it is so um the victims in the lineup included adam Hare, uh frank gustin's uh gusenberg i should say pete gusenberg um al weinshank <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, James Clark and a visitor, Dr. Reinhardt H. Schwimmer, which, you know, he was a civilian casualty. He wasn't even, like, part of the gang, so that sucks for him. Yeah, he was just wrong place, wrong time type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, pretty much, you know, uh, Al Capone was known to gun down his enemies or anyone that stood in his way um, so that he could be successful. Um, you know, he was accused of it, but like he had a solid alibi actually at the time. Um, I believe he was actually like, yeah, he was um, in Florida at the time. So, you know, he couldn't be like accredited to the slaughter essentially um, not officially for a couple years anyways, like, you know, but he did order the attack. That makes sense. There's mm -hmm. always, they never usually get their hands dirty, but the ones at the top, they yeah. always have like lackeys oh, or someone yeah. underneath them do it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, pretty much the attack was, you know, um, orchestrated because uh, George Moran, George Bugs Moran, um, was storing liquor in that warehouse. Um, so, of course, mm. the prohibition, you know, um, they were making a lot of money um, with bootlegging liquor and everything. So Moran was the only thing standing in Capone's way to gain control of all Chicago with that. So, you know, um, rival gangs that they were they were just going at it for months stealing shipments killing their allies um providing mm -hmm. competition for business and capone saw an opportunity to sneak in and kill them his gang and actually he tried to kill uh moran himself but um i read something that like bugsy moran like nearly escaped with his life because he was running late from his hotel like when mm. he checked out so like fate was on his side <laughs> Yes, yes. And that's actually kind of like um, Hones back to Goodfellas. Like I said, I don't really know much yeah. about the Chicago Mafia, but um, if you were calling Goodfellas, like they had like their heist and um, yeah. this is all in, this is all like documented history. So it's not really a spoiler because it's actually based on true events. Mm -hmm. um, the Lufthansa heist um, after um, Jimmy pretty much had all of them get take, mm -hmm. get all that money he became super paranoid so he pretty much had all of them everyone mm -hmm. that was a part of the heist killed pretty much because once you get like to a certain point you just stop trusting people 
Yeah. And you feel like, you know, okay, I'm going to go to jail. They're going to rat or whatever. So yeah. to save yourself, you're just going to like, you know, kill all of them. And that's essentially what yep. he had done. Yep, exactly. Mm. That's a lonely life. Mm-hmm, it is. I think the only two people that he had close to him um, were um, Tommy. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, Tommy ended up getting his getting his yeah then of course henry and then henry it turned out to be you know the rat yeah. so yeah um, yeah so it's like the, the two people that you trusted you know one got karma and the other one pretty mm-hmm. much turned on you the way that you feared that all the other ones would have mm-hmm. so yeah can't yes. trust people yeah at the end when he was like i don't know when um henry was like i don't know anything about being a rat and he was like you know everything about being a rat a rat will pretty much do whatever they have to do to survive yeah even chew off their own tail yeah that was a compelling like statement right there that definitely mm-hmm. painted the picture in the best way it it really did it really did just mm-hmm. fascinating like you know how they have the um how they have the coat and everything and at the end he had to go into witness protection program and yeah um i think it's henry his wife left him and all this i think he's dead now though but mm-hmm um, his wife left him and um, all mm-hmm. of that stuff because like, she pretty much had to like you know sacrifice her whole life you know but I'm just like you know you can't walk around and act like you knew nothing about this like you know she you... did know yeah she knew like you know mm-hmm. you left him like when he had to go after you lost everything and he went into witness protection mm-hmm. then you made the choice to leave him when you knew there was no more hundreds of thousands of dollars coming in so right yeah that's true at one point she was really enjoying the money mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like me, that life was always there. Like the risk was always there, but like you yeah. left when the money left. So right. But anyway, let's get back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know there are pictures of the Saint Valentine's Day massacre. I just kind of saw it when I was looking at an article. I mean, it is uh, it's pretty chilling. It it just kind of like can definitely see a ton of blood on the warehouse floors Ooh. like you can just tell that that was overkill like that was personal like capone's gang was like mm. man like we are so tired of you guys and this is what you get for like messing up our shipment like they were just they were mad oh no no i totally yeah i totally get that it's like mm-hmm. you know, people just want to seize control and there can only be one yeah, that's the like mantra. I feel like the unspoken mantra there can only be one. Like you know, the fact yeah. that there were like, you know, I think seven crime families. I think in New York, yeah, six, six or seven. Mm-hmm. That's, that's even surprising in itself. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, but um, it's like, and you said they have pictures. I'll definitely put those pictures up on yeah. Instagram for you guys to see. Mm-hmm. Um, for you guys to see that because that's definitely something that it sounds it sounds wrong, but it's definitely something I want to see. <laughs> Right. I, mean, I watch mafia documentaries, so I'm used to it. Like I said, yeah, I've been desensitized. We're desensitized. We like true crime around here. <laughs> yes, we sure do. We sure do. <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else you have on um, on that on, subject? Yeah. Uh no, that pretty much does it. Um, because I had already discussed how you know basically they found out Capone. You know, he was never tried and everything. Um, mm-hmm. but he was arrested. I found this funny in 1931 for tax fraud. 
<laughs> yeah, that's usually how they do. Um, uh-huh. they, they're like, that's even like today. Like, uh-huh. like, you know, with, um, with OJ Simpson, yeah. like, you know, um, with his wife, like, they couldn't get him for that. So when yeah. he did break the law again, they pretty much threw everything but the kitchen sink at him. Yeah. Much get back to him. That's pretty much what they do when they want you for other things. They pretty yep. much, like, you know, just throw everything at you the time that you that they want to give you, but they couldn't. Yeah, I mean, like, when they came up with, um, I believe it was, like, the, um, was it racketeering clauses mm-hmm. and everything? Man, yeah. that screwed a lot of the mafia at first, you know, like, they couldn't get them for stuff, and then they could get them for, like, gambling and all kinds of stuff. It just, mm-hmm. like, changed the game when Hoover went to town on them. Oh, yes, they could not stand <laughs> <laughs> Gonna yeah. stand over. Well, he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I need to get like some sound effects. I, I need my. I need to drum. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yes. Oh man. All right. So as for the origins of. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, yes. I quite went down a rabbit hole. You know how when you're Googling one thing, which Bailey Sarian told me this one time, and I'm like, same girl. Like, when she's looking up a topic for her thing, she'll be like, oh, like, I was looking up this. And then Google was like, hey, like, did you know this? Or like, you you see suggestions. Well, it was like, did you know, like, this is kind of like tied to the origin of Valentine's Day. And I was like, tell me more. And I was like, oh, this is kind of twisted. Right. (laughs) Oh, Grease would be a good thing to watch on Valentine's Day. I was actually Day just too. thinking that. I love that's. I don't like Great any musicals, mind. but Grease. Yes, but Grease <laughs> yes. is the one musical I love. Or Phantom of the Opera, because I just want to be depressed. Mm. <laughs> I love Phantom it, of the Opera. Is beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. Know. Oh God, I love it so much. Um, but anyway, I'm not going <laughs> to get off topic. You guys know me, ADHD <laughs> here. Um, so, all right, let's get into it. So Lupercalia um, is pretty much like what I'm going to be discussing. Um, so this is pretty much what's rumored, like some things have been borrowed from like with Valentine's Day, which you'll kind of see what I mean, like as you kind of hear about it. Um, so Lupercalia uh, took place on February 15th. And it's nothing like the sweet holiday we know today as Valentine's Day. This celebration was bloody, violent, and sexually charged and included animal sacrifice. Um, (laughs) Sounds like a good time. (laughs) Yes, it's kind of like like the whole like Saturnalia and Juvenalia kind of like that we talked about back in December. Absolute heathens. Yes, heathenry. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> um, so there was also random matchmaking and coupling um, in the hopes that, you know, they would actually ward off evil spirits. So, um, you know, kind of like, in a way, kind of a pagan like mm-hmm. root and everything. Yeah, like, you know, and also like that's homes back today, like, like blind dates and stuff and uh-huh. um, all of that type of thing. And yeah. actually, like, this, this may is semi related. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen like, the dating shows from like like the seventies and stuff. How cringe they <laughs> like, were. <laughs> I know because it itself. pops up on my feed, and I'll be like, "Okay, uh, be like, I want a woman who will make me dinner and bring me my slippers." I'm like, "Sir, like, no." Yes, <laughs> and that definitely would not survive today. <laughs> yeah, this woman's like, I want a man who's like you know handsome and 
you know, we'll, we'll just be there for me. And okay, guys, I'm not making fun of that. That's a good thing. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it just, just seems like, like be all about that guy. Like, yeah, it's just like toxic. stereotypical gender rule type of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure it wouldn't fly in this day and age no no because just like you know just like back then it was like guys want a woman to like you know have kids clean walk around mm-hmm. the house no shoes like all that stuff like you know and it's not wrong like some women like you know get fulfillment from that and that's not there's yeah, nothing wrong no, with that we're you know? not but judging on that yeah but yeah but it's today, not all women should do exactly and today i find like mm-hmm. there's more of a balance like you definitely do have moms that stay home with the kids hold down and the there's home, but... dads who do too mm-hmm. exactly yes it's like you know there and there's women that go out there and they're the breadwinners and the men are fine with staying home with the kids yeah um so it's just like whatever works for you but a long time ago exactly. it was always just that old standard narrative god especially in the 50s have you seen the ads in the 50s oh they're so sexist oh my god <laughs> i can imagine i can imagine I, I think i've seen a few of them i try not i'm not gonna say i try not because i try mm-hmm. to look at things from that era but like <laughs> i'm more so into the 70s a lot of things from the 70s some 60s mm-hmm. comes through my um feed but i'm not really um geared towards that but i can imagine right. how things were you know back then it's yeah just... yeah it was rough yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like, they had the whole, like, you know, no matter what happens, you got to stand by your man and all this stuff. I was Look. like. <laughs> I'd be damned, okay? Right? I mean, we've done that enough. Thank you very much. We're we're not supporting toxicity and we're not no. supporting some dude who don't deserve it. Exactly. It's like, if you deserve you're doing what you need to do, then yes. Yeah, so if, if you're doing, like, the bare minimum, then... <laughs> then absolutely no uh-uh. absolutely no like we were saying like you know like we were talking about joe goldberg mm-hmm. we were like so like we, when we found like like i'm not gonna say we found his stalking <laughs> endearing but like the amount he went through that's how you know the bar for some men is in hell yes. because we're like oh joe goldberg we is were endearing. attracted to that we were like oh like he wants to get to know her and at first it was okay it was creepy but it was kind of cute until like he started saving their hair and stuff that and her I think it was her tampon. I was like, no, thank you. But like, yeah. He was about to act like, like, well, now King Charles (laughs) with old tampon. (laughs) I know, right? I was just, yeah, just, oh, man, man. (laughs) But yeah, like it was, it was his intelligence and like his patience with women and like him wanting to get to know them. So yeah, that's how we knew his bar was so low. (laughs) <laughs> yes, like everything about him was attractive until he got to the point. If I can't have you, no one can. I mean, no one wants to deal with that. Yeah, and then he ends up killing them. Yeah, so yeah, no one wants to deal with that. But yeah, yeah. we're not going to give away any more useful. <laughs> I trust if you listen to this, you've seen at least one episode. Right. <laughs> we hope you're entertained. <laughs> and um, before we get back into Libercalia, um, mm-hmm. So my friend actually just um when you were when we were when you were telling about Lipperkelia, uh uh-huh. I was gonna have my phone on D and D, do not disturb, but I obviously <laughs> did it and a text came through my I was thinking best... Dungeons and Dragons. Right. <laughs> That's why I had to say do not disturb because I was like, she's a I don't even play that, but like Stranger Things has me brainwashed, guys. Oh rest this is true. I, I know, I know, my goodness. <laughs> I, I, tore my heart into pieces uh-huh. but i just looked down at my phone and i was like you know looking at the notes and like on top of my notes a big text comes through my friend was like dean winchester is a tall drink of water ah uh, honey yes he is to a lot like, of thirsty women yeah i was like lord i'm trying to do a podcast 
<laughs> right. All right, all right. Back to Lupercalia. Mm-hmm. All right. So as I was saying, um, so in hopes of preventing, you know, evil spirits warding them off, essentially, um, they would do matchmaking and coupling. And let's get into the gritty details, shall we? Um, before we do that, yeah, we'll have to go into the legend behind Lupercalia. Um, so Lupercalia is thought to have taken place in the 6th century. According to the Roman legend, um, King Emulus ordered Romulus and Remus, his twin nephews and founders of Rome, to be thrown in the Tiber River to drown for their mother's infidelity. Alrighty, sir. Um, mm-hmm. Calm down. Like, mm-hmm. That's just overkill, once again. Um, so a servant had found them, however, and placed them in a basket on the river. Kind of reminds me of Prince of Egypt right there. Yes. Um, so, you know, um, the river god carried the brothers down the river, and then um, they got stuck in the branches of a fig tree. Um, but luckily, the brothers were rescued and cared for by a she-wolf in a den at the base of Palatin Hill, um, or I think it's Palatine Hill, sorry, uh, where Rome was founded. Um, it is believed that Lupercalia uh, took place to honor the she-wolf um, named Lupercal, and please the Roman fertility god Lupercus, which that's really interesting. Like, I know that was a lot to take in, but. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get into kind of uh, what happens during Lupercalia, um, the animal sacrifices took place in Lupercal Cave um, and in a public meeting place called a, um, I believe it's a committum. Um, you know, kind of like just almost like a public gathering where they would have like elections, that kind of stuff, entertainment. Um, so the sacrifice started in the cave um, with a sacrifice of one or more male goats. And I'm sorry, guys, maybe we'll put a warning in there. Uh, a dog as well was killed. And uh, this was to represent sexuality. Um, and the Roman priests performed the sacrifices. So they found this a very kind of holy tradition. Um, two of the priests had blood smeared on their foreheads. And then they wiped it clean with uh, milk-soaked wool. Um, basically, this was kind of like a symbolism of, you know, wiping the blood clean. Essentially, just like yeah. rebirth in a way. Um, there was a feast. And then the real debauchery happened. Uh, The priests cut strips from the goat hide and then ran naked or nearly naked and whipped any woman within striking distance. Mm -mm. I know. I can't imagine. (laughs) I'm just like imagining this in my head right now. Like, I bet the priests were probably, I I bet they were like older too. Like, why why would you welcome that? (laughs) Um, Anyway. The women actually welcomed this attention because it was believed that this would promote fertility in them. Um, So, you know, they were cool with it. And the men also drew a woman's name at random from a jar. And this would be, um, you know, they would be coupled together for the rest of the ceremony or it could be the rest of the year. And most of the time this actually led to marriage. Okay. Right. Yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, kind of like how some, like, um, not almost like arranged marriages, but it kind mm-hmm. of like seems like, not, but kind of arranged marriages, some of them are like really yeah. like, um, 
It sounds like an excuse to procreate. I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to dress (laughs) it up and make it look pretty. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's how I see it, you know. Um, But uh, today, Valentine's Day uses Lupercalia covers, um, intentionally or not, the color red and white representing passion, um, new life, and procreation. Um, So that's just a little thought for you as you munch on your candy and smell the roses. (laughs) <laughs> you're silly i know yeah but like the whole twins like um uh my mind's blanking the mother of the twins <laughs> well, the, that was Rhea, totally, right i mean after that image i don't see how your mind can't blank right? like guys how could you not picture that some naked dude walking around with a goat hide whipping women <laughs> it's just oh lord those oh, moments were cringy. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that um um Romulus and Remus's mother was Rhea, I believe. Yeah, remember yeah. says correctly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, she was definitely mentioned. I just kind of left it out because it wasn't like really. I guess like I don't know. I guess I just left it out. But yeah. Oh, uh, you're good. You're good. I just was like, I can't remember if I'm remembering correctly. It's like, like it's, ooh, memory to me Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it did me too. Like I said, when I messaged you and I'm like, wait, dudes used to smack women with animal hides and they were like totally down for that. Um, y'all were kinky. <laughs> yes. <I> mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, guys. So huh. we did, as promised, we did uh-huh. the, um, St. Valentine's Day Massacre and Luper Kelly. Mm-hmm. I did a little background on that. Now we're going to get into the as Mm -hmm. promised dating horror stories that we were able to find by scouring the internet so we went to um i got some from reddit we got two personal stories from people that we know and um i did already say reddit right yeah Uh, okay and um had some anonymous stories and some from a website that sarah recommended called fml which oh, apparently God. we were showing our age on that one because apparently no one's heard <laughs> I know, right? Oh, I used to go on there all the time. It just amused me. I mean, I can see why because I was cackling at some of these stories. Yeah. <laughs> you get like, angry no. at some of them too, though, because you're mm-hmm. like, what? That person? Oh, I feel bad for you. Yeah, some of them were sad. We didn't yeah. we tried to include the sad ones. We were kind of try to include the appalling ones but there are some here that may be triggering to people who have been like toxic relationships and or abusive Mm -hmm. ones um Mm -hmm. i'm going to include a disclaimer at the beginning of um at the beginning of the episode as well to kind of Mm -hmm. go over the whole animal sacrifice and everything that we have (laughs) as a part of lupercalia too no animal sacrifices in these dating stories though thank god i mean yeah as far as I know, they didn't. Unless you're dating Ted Bundy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I still don't understand how women got caught up with him. I don't. Like, it, I, I don't either. It, Mm-mm. Me either. Maybe it was All his right, so, farm. He I mean, was I guess so. I mean, but we're sitting here saying this and we're sitting here saying that Joe Goldberg. So I mean, <laughs> that's probably how it happened. Right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> He was very smart, too. Yes. Uh, that just makes me cringe. I know. I was like, man, if Joel Goldberg was one, we probably like, get guy. That couldn't be me. And then, like, there was that 
meme you sent me, I think, where like there was a book or something. Like, no, there was um like a trailer with books in it. <laughs> I'm like, this is how I get kidnapped. <laughs> just get right in there, like, hey, I just check it out. Someone shuts the door and that's the last of me. <laughs> yes, because it's so true. <laughs> it is like Lord. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna start off with some stories here. I can go ahead and read mm-hmm. the first one here. So this one is from Anonymous and it's called Tinder Surprise. Ooh. So yes. today a woman turned up uninvited at my house, ready for our first date. After some embarrassed investigating, it turns out my mother signed me up for signed me up to Tinder and arranged a date. All mm-hmm. without telling me because she refuses to believe I prefer solitude over dating. Oh, dude. <laughs> Why is this bringing me back to like my mom? Like, if I had a guy friend, she would try to push them on me if she like really liked mm-hmm. them. I'd be like, oh, no, no. I feel for you, whoever he, she, like they, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I no, I get it. I'm not. Everyone's like any remotely, like any type. There's like any man, man around my age. Because I thought he was cute. You should have got his number. I was like, I'm not interested. Right. If I was, I you would not. know. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me see. I thought I had um your notes pulled up, but I don't think you did send them to me, right? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> we're so professional, guys. I know, right? If we actually do get somewhere, we're going to have to be more professional. Yes. I mean, I like this. I like it's just regular regular friends doing yeah. a podcast. Yeah. We're not perfect, guys. I think you did. Let me see. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um... I don't see them, so I'm going to let you take the rest of it away. Sorry, but I will be here for commentary. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. All right. So next one is midlife crisis. Oh. Yes. So today my husband is divorcing me, leaving our four children behind because, and I quote, she's 22, 5'3", with perky tits and ass. You don't find women like these often. Asked him three times if he was serious. He said, as serious as a heart attack. Man, that point he should have dropped dead. Right? <laughs> like, and that's from like, um, I remember. From yeah, right. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, he's just horrible. Like Yeah. And the thing is, that's what like when now I just want to preface this by saying I'm not anti-men, but um <laughs> But like it just it's just like that's incredibly shallow because no, yeah. women, women change as they age. Like if that's what you're looking at making the decision, eventually then you're they're much... gonna age too. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh my goodness, do not get me started. <laughs> yeah. No. Do not get me started because like at this point, like when he was like 25 and like dating right. girls like young, but like now you're almost 50. You should not be out here dating someone with that has teen attached to their I age. I could be like 30 or even 20 something, but mm. yeah, it's just a little, a little much. Yeah, like if she was 30, I really wouldn't say anything because like you know she mm-hmm. has like she would her brain would be finished developing essentially. Like this girl pretty mm-hmm. much went went through high school during COVID. 
Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, that's already kind of like a hit to the development in itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, exactly. I'm not going to get mad today. <laughs> no, not at all. We're Mark safe from Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yes, Mark safe because we're all, yeah. <laughs> I think R. Kelly, too. He don't like the older one. Yes, well, I don't want Robert anyway. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Thinking of ones that I want to be away from. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Luckily, the ones that are out here doing that creepy stuff, we're, no, we're not checking for them anyway. So, no. not any of our faves out there acting like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, the next one is no kidding. Today, after fi- after trying for five years to get pregnant, I just found out that my husband had a vasectomy. And he didn't tell me what oh my god please don't tell me like she finds out that he's with another woman or something i don't know but no that was it That's thankfully suspicious okay no yeah but second yeah when i got my now guys once again i'm not anti-men i know some men get vasectomies just because they simply don't want to have children but if a right. guy gets a sneak vasectomy that means he's out here just wanting to stick it in anything and not have any consequences uh yeah that's what I any 18 year consequences i should say Right, exactly. Because the vasectomy means you can't get nobody pregnant. Exactly, yes. You know what you're up to. Mm, you ain't slick. Mm-mm. You think you're not slick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We. <laughs> I mean, it kind of do get that way, but it it needs to be slick for one person. But it's like, it's not going to be I'm sorry, I'm cackling in your ear. <laughs> I'm uh gonna stop that train of thought. Like he he was trying to stick the pickle wherever, and yeah, that that pickle won't travel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> silly. I can't hold it any longer. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Right, so I'm the wildly next... inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all though? <laughs> yeah. All right. So next one is called "The Bitch Is Back." Oh. So today, my husband dropped me off at work. Ten minutes later, I got a text saying, "I just dropped off. I just dropped. I'll be there in a few, baby. Miss you." Oh. I later asked him about it. He said, mm-hmm. "Megan, I have no idea what you're talking about. My name isn't Megan. Not even close." Oh. Oh, hell I'm like, no. this, this ass bitch. <laughs> this bitch got me back. Exactly. <laughs> I love that song. But like, I'm just like, and this sounds messed up because that's actually how women become jaded, like stuff like that. Yeah. And, his, yeah. Like, that, and that's her husband, too. Like, that's her husband. You're going to have some bad ideas about marriage after that. Right, so I'm staying single forever. Like, not to mention, oh my god, this is a horror story, and so I actually was gonna save this for the end, but uh-huh. I'm thinking about it. I'm afraid I'm gonna forget. So everyone knows who Kelly Clarkson is. Well, she just um got divorced, finalized her divorce from her husband. He walked oh. away with I think 1.3 million, mm. and he walked away with like 45 over 45 thousand a month in child support for both kids. Mm. And he walked away with all the cars and everything. He walked away with all of that. Hmm. And then he um, also walked, he gets spousal support. I did the math. She's going to over the course of, well, she pays spousal support to him until January of next year. Mm-hmm. So with everything, with the child support and everything, the lump sum she had to pay, he got over $8 million from her. 
that's how much she's going to end up paying in total, including the child support. And I'm like, and I'm like, he literally was it worth it? Up, no, I mean, I would have just paid one big lump sum and just drop an album. That's what I would right, do. right. I said, I'm not paying you for the next eighteen years. I'm going to drop you a lump sum and keep it moving. And it's so uh-huh. messed up because that's what a lot of these men do. Like they marry these women and like they come up come up after these women but the thing is his mm-hmm. mom is Reba McIntyre I don't understand why he why he needs the money right and people was in the comments I think it's pride. yeah people in the comments were like saying well his mom got got during the settlement I was like he probably learned from his dad <laughs> <laughs> I, swear, I know I'm sounding anti-male I'm not anti-male I promise <laughs> right no she's not at all we're not we're not at all no we love us so yeah. convincing <laughs> Yes. Certain ones. Certain ones, yes. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna right. say this name. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> okay. We gotta stop doing like Pennywise. Okay, yeah, so good lord. Sorry. All right, so next one. So this is from F- another one from FML. Um from um Khalees. Mm. So she said today, or they say I don't know if it's I, I don't I'm just gonna say they. Um Today I bit my boyfriend's neck. I felt something squirt into my mouth. Oh. Turns out I had just popped a pimple on his neck into oh. my mouth. That's just gross. I know. I was like, no. Oh, that's disgusting. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, that's just gross. Like I- they're talking about PTSD. Yeah, I don't think they want to do that much anymore. <laughs> no. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Maybe okay. ever again. <laughs> right? No. <laughs> All right, so let's see. What's the next one? All right. So today, this is from Caroline, also on FML. So today I was having sex with my boyfriend. When he was about to orgasm, he screamed, "Yes, Brittany!" <laughs> At the top of his lungs, my name's that Brittany. That's his sister. Oh my god! That's why I cracked up. I couldn't even finish reading it. <laughs> that reminds me. It's me, my song. <laughs> You're silly. Well, if you if you know how to find the meme, send it to me, and I'll put it on the Instagram. Okay. <laughs> oh god it's so inappropriate okay let's uh go on (laughs) all right the next one is from also from fml um user rc3 (laughs) welly so today i had drunk sex with a girl that i barely know nothing you know nothing good happens there but anyway (laughs) yeah not the best idea yeah he's i didn't have a condom and was nervous about getting her pregnant but she assured me that i could pull out Right when uh-huh. I was about to pull out, she wrapped her legs around me and yelled, "Be my baby's daddy." I couldn't get out in time. Oh, my- <laughs> see guys, <laughs> this is why you wrap it. I'm not laughing, guys, because he got trapped. At the same time, I'm just like, that's absurd. <laughs> I mean, I need a backstory. Like, was this guy rich? Like, why would you want to have a kid? I mean, yeah, was he just like fine and rich, or just what yes. she was, and she's like. I need the baby daddy. <laughs> I have no idea, but I was just like, Bro. yeah. 
Yeah, that is something else. It is. Guys, well, I know a lot of these are supposed to be horror stories. We're just sitting here cackling oh, no. the entire time. I mean, like, it's funny, <laughs> but, like, it's horror for the person it happened to. Like, it's all about point of view. It is. It is. This is true. Mm-hmm. All right. So I went to the Ask Reddit subreddit for um, a few of these next ones I have. Mm-hmm. So let me see. So this is from user Cool Ice Cream Cone. It says, we went to a restaurant and she disappeared to the bathroom for like 20 minutes. So I went to the men's room. She was in there. <laughs> I guess I try not to curse <laughs> on these. <laughs> Well, she was in there being F-U-C-K-E-D by, by our waiter and another guy. I left and stiffed the waiter on the drink I had. I mean, as you should, because uh, she was getting stiffed otherwise. Yes, exactly. Most definitely. Like, oh, he already oh had his, he already has his stiff. He already had else. his stiff, Yeah. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> All right. So, next one is from Lemony Cakes, um, also in the Ask Reddit subreddit. So, he said, Me and my boy- ex boyfriend got into a fight. Then I thought we made up. So, he asked me to give him a blow. He asked to give um, for me to give him a blowjob. So, I did. Mm-hmm. He told me he was about, he told me that he was about to come. So, I kept going at it. Then I realized what was in my mouth was not coming, was not come at all. It was his piss. Oh no! Oh he God! They said I spat it out and then punched his balls. <laughs> After that, I couldn't give it a blowjob for a year. The bastard. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised she wanted to give one at all. After that, that's a. Uh, I don't think I've ever ear. heard of that happening. Goodness. I was. I, I didn't mean a whole. I'm like surprised. That. I mean, some people are into that, but obviously not that person or me. Like, ew, that's gross. (laughs) It is. It so is. Like, my goodness. Yeah, like, no shame if you are into that. But, like, that if you're not and you're, like, the way we are, that's just gross. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Because if you're into that, okay. I mean, yeah, to each their own. But, But, like, for that to happen to her, I'm sorry, girl. That's disgusting. <laughs> so next one is from Poor Decision at Ask Reddit. So she said he was on trial for manslaughter, and I didn't know until he was found guilty. He kept trying to call me from jail. And they edited it and said it was a kidnapping and manslaughter, but he was only found guilty on the kidnapping. Hmm. And so this man's out here, Joe Goldberg. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did Joe ever kidnap anyone? <laughs> Right. I'm trying to forget. I can't remember Joe. I don't want to give any spoilers away. Never mind. Okay. Um. Um. He did kidnap somebody. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. All like. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, like, it wasn't the whole. You know, he kind of lured them in there. Like, um, what was her first? The first love interest. Uh, Beck. Okay. Yeah. Beck. He, yeah. He did. Yeah. He did get her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, like, lured them in. He didn't, like, you know, use chloroform and all that. I mean, he mm-hmm. did at one point, but, yeah, like, he was, 
he was charming so yes let's not give any away spoilers <laughs> i know we totally need to put a disclaimer on that in case people haven't seen you because it's i a know good show. it's a good show guys <laughs> yes it's great all right so next one is from user ginger beer from ask reddit subreddit um let me see so I showered at his place after staying over and I asked for a towel. He gave me one which had literal skin flakes on it. Oh, that's disgusting. I asked for a clean one. He asked what I meant. He did not realize that you need to wash towels because, quote, they just have water on them so they clean themselves. Wow. I, I would have slapped him. I'm sorry. <laughs> she said skin flakes. I would have lost it. That's really gross. What? <laughs> so this next one um is from anonymous uh, also in the escort so she says my first boyfriend stalked me followed me everywhere spray painted threats on the road on my way to school and back we saw the movie saw together so there were so there were the lines with and i want to play a game and many more written on the road Oh my god. He tried to kill me and set my house on fire all because I broke up after four months. This um I was fourteen, he was fifteen. I've always I all hold on, she said I can't even talk. I've always dated psychos. This was only the first one. Oh no, poor thing. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. You know, the friends tend to be so young and already have like that type of like mindset is dangerous. Yeah, that is horrifying. It is. It most definitely is. Okay. Next one was from Anonymous. I think these next few all ones are Anonymous. All right. So, a few years ago, I was on the outs with a very dependent girlfriend. We started out as just a casual dating, turned into her practically living at my house needing to constantly be in contact with me and always trying to spy on my social media accounts. She was extremely depressed and used my sympathy as a weapon to keep pulling me back whenever one of her crazy actions would push me away. Mm. It took my stupid younger self a long time to see the pattern when I finally did. And she realized that she was losing me. Okay, guys, this is kind of like a, I'm going to put a um, trigger warning at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. When I when I um when I finally did and she realized that she was losing me, she ran over my dog, thinking that the grieving process would bring us back together. What? This girl's a, psych- she's a psycho. This girl's a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. It says the worst part. It kind of did. The pain of having to drive my dog to the vet and put him down was too much for me to handle on my own. And for once, she was there for me instead of the other way oh, around. Oh, I'd be damned. I'd be no, no. I would be. Winging at that bitch. Yes, my language. No, you're no. fine. Cause no, cause he like is, he or mm. she, whoever they are. Oh my god! Like that's sad. It is. It is. Like you can be emotionally manipulated like that. Like you don't even know it. I totally understand that. Because especially because yeah. I don't think they mentioned the age. I have a little bit more here. I don't think he they mentioned their age. Let me see. Yeah. It says until a few weeks later when she drunkly admitted what she had done. I had never been so okay. So this person oh, didn't know that it was her. Okay, so that's different. So like, oh my god, he didn't know. So he went. So she was like, right. "Oh, your dog's dead." So she kind of used that. This person's mm-hmm. psychopath. Oh, uh, um, that's just terrible. Yes, terrible and, this person, 
yeah, this person was like, I have never been so mad about anything. I was raised never to lay, never to raise my hand to a woman, but my morals were seriously tested at that point. I uh-huh. couldn't get the trip to the vet to put my little guy down out of my head. How could this person that I love have done something so psychopathic? Yeah, I threw, I threw all of her stuff out and had to, and had to physically remove her from my house. I filed a restraining order, but before it went through, I had to I had to threaten to press charges just to keep her away. I haven't talked Damn. to her since. I feel bad for anyone that gets caught up in her psycho mess. I thought mm, she loved yeah. me, but hold on, but that really led me to wonder if she was some kind of psycho slash sociopath. Who had been playing me for a fool the whole time. That's so wow. sad. That is that's heavy. Mm-hmm. That is sad. It is. I'm just I so I pray wherever they are, they're happy now. And that girl hopes she got her karma. Mm-hmm. I know we're not supposed to pray for well being and karma in the same sentence, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so next one is also from Anonymous. It says, one of my exes was convinced that I was cheating on her with both my mother and sister. So whenever mm-hmm. I spent time alone with either of them, I was bombarded with text messages and phone calls. When my mother, sister, and I went on family vacation to New York City, she was insistent that I sleep in the hotel's fire escape because she thought I was going to have sex with them. What? Yes, this girl thought this boy was going to have sex with his mother and his sister. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, what's going on with her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang, most of the time, I mean, the most a woman fears with the mother and the son is that he's a dang mama's boy. Not right? that, like, you know, Norman Bates situation where he's trying to screw his mama. Right? That's something else. And his sister? What is this, Alabama? I know. Like, you're no offense if you're from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> right. God. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Hills have eyes. Right? The hills have eyes. The hills have eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Like you said, we changed all family right there, right? Yeah. Makes you happy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see. The next one's also from, I think I already said all these are kind of anonymous. Yeah. All right. So. I started going out with this girl. Within a week of talking to her, she um, started sending me pictures of wedding cakes and wedding stuff. Oh. I was immediately turned off and wrote her off as overtly, um, overly obsessive. But I was still attracted to her and continued the relationship. Later on in the relationship, we both got really sick with the flu and sinus infections. I have health insurance because I have an awesome job with benefits. I quickly got better, but she was still sick. I dropped out some extra medicine um, to her and the next thing I know she starts um, talking with her ex breaks it off with me and says I was the obsessive one I'm still trying to figure that one out that's about as crazy as it got one moment she was talking getting married the next she would no longer talk what <laughs> <laughs> dang she played him she did <laughs> wow she did. She that's some him. manipulation right there Make him think that she's all into him and then pulls the rug from under him. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's why he should have left her first. <laughs> Save yourself. Right? Save yourself the embarrassment. Seriously, what in the world? Let's see here. The Let's see. Okay, so we have another one from Anonymous. So... 
since I was 21, she was 24 and had a boy about two years old. She was basically normal, had a good job, took care of her kid. She was kind of a dim bulb, though, not very bright. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the first time I ever heard that. Analogy. Not very bright. That's kind of a pun, isn't it? It like... is. I think that's what got me because I love puns. Me too. I was sitting here like, that's a joke, right? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes on to say, I was born in a relationship and really didn't want to become a stepdad to a kid. So I ended it. No prob. Run into her a month or so later at a bar. and We end up going back to her place for a night of XX. No more. Next morning, she makes coffee and breakfast. I go to school. She goes to work. I get incredibly sick on the way to school, throw up multiple times, make it to school, still puking, find the nurse in medical office, and vaguely recall being loaded into an ambulance. Did she try to poison him? I come into into the hospital. A doc tells me I OD'd an enormous amount of meth and had about Mm -hmm. five minutes left to live before they figured it out. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, there are some federal agents here to talk to you. Turns out she had planned this whole thing and decided that if she couldn't have me, no one could. She went to jail, but it got reduced sentence for turning on the family member that was making and distributing the mess. (laughs) Man, the American criminal justice system for you, ladies and gentlemen, releasing people all the damn time. Yes, like we know you can choose a lot of sites to read, but we want you to know that that we're thankful you... Oh, wait a minute, that was from the site I got from. That's great. That's what about it. <laughs> that's, that's, it's okay. We've, uh, you know, we we've been gone a little bit, and we're a little yes. rusty, and you know, like it's fine. We're good. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Things are not unraveling at all. No, I said myself because it reminded me when Bonnie was doing that teleprompter. He was like, "Repeat line." Oh my God! Yes, yeah, Almighty, and also um from uh yeah Anchorman. Oh my God, I love that movie so much. Oh, that's at me. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. <laughs> oh God. Yes, but that story, my goodness, like she she got off on attempted murder just because she pretty much sold out her family who was making the meth. Mhm. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Mm. But like it makes you wonder, I guess she put it in his food and stuff. Yeah, I think she did his food and drink him the OD like they That's said he had 5 I was minutes like, to live. Did, I was suspicious. I was like suspicious like you're that sick and you just left after breakfast. Man, mm-hmm. she tried to kill you. She did. Mhm. <laughs> My goodness. All right, so next one we have is disaster proposal. So this guy waited for his fiance to show up only to, um, well, I guess it's from like a third per- um, third person POV. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says this guy waited for his fiance to show up only to get on his knees and propose the moment she sat down. I immediately, immediately knew from the look on her face that things were going to go downhill real quick. I was working at Olive Garden at the time, so they ordered some pasta. Everyone could hear them arguing, but mostly you could hear the um, woman repeatedly say, you know how I effing feel about him. 
The fight continued until oh. I heard a loud, ooh, she threw an entire plate of pasta at his face. She stormed outside, he followed, and eventually the cops came and arrested the woman. I assume she was arrested for aggravated assault or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, apparently she was in love with someone else, didn't want to marry him. That's what I'm getting. Wow, that's just wrong. It is, especially if you're, but can we, can if we you're go home that talk? Stage, like, you know, I... Like you're getting in, you practically. I would think you've been together for a long time. If you're gonna, the other person's thinking of asking you to marry them. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. It's just lord. It's messed up, dude. And so I think these are from like um, people who have waited and have done restaurant work, I believe, and they just said yeah. things that they've witnessed. Oh right, yeah. So this next one is called third guest. So we had a middle-aged lady come in with a gentleman. They asked for three menus. I went over to the table to introduce myself and asked if they were waiting for one more. The woman said, no, her husband is here. Then the two um, physically at the table ordered drinks and water. When, hold on, I had to scroll. (laughs) When I came back to drop off the drinks, her date was in the bathroom. The lady explained to me that her husband had died a few years ago and this guy a friend kept asking to go out. So she said yes, but insisted that her dead husband come with them. This is why they had three menus. She instructed me to bring her husband up as often as possible, pretend that I knew him and make sure I asked if, if he's having anything for dinner when I took their dinner order. She would refer to him just as if he was sitting right there. I then heard her tell tell this guy all night that he tries too hard. And he's kind of mean. I do not miss working in the restaurant industry. That's kind of wow. sad. That is really sad. Mm. I'm sorry, guys. Right? Yeah, because like she obviously misses him. Yeah. All right, so some other stories I got. They're kind of like miscellaneous stories, I believe. All right, so let's see, let's see, let's see. So freshman year, this is from Brittany B. So freshman year of high school, I went on a date to a rodeo, a date that I didn't want to be on. He won a neon green stuffed monster, bigger than the both of us. He eventually threw up on it while on the ride. The puke-soaked stuffed monster fell into a crowd of girls below us. It smelled like dog food. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. Essentially making everyone gag. My mother came to pick us up ASAP to bring me a change of clothes and my date a pair of my brother's clothes. After the night was over, he kept the giant stuffed monster and my brother's clothes. I haven't attended a rodeo since then, and I live in Texas. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't blame her. Like mm. the fact that he kept the animal, I would have threw it away. I know, right? <laughs> like, geez, Louise. Just looking at it, I mean, even cleaned it up. It's like mm, I don't know about that. Yes. Okay, right, so this next one is from Tara F. So, for a second date, I went to a fair, fairly nice restaurant with this guy from a neighboring college town. It was it was cute until he started. I'm asking me to let him stay the night. Explaining how he was super awesome, how he was a super awesome cuddler. Oh no, I already know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> he also told me that if I needed help bathing myself, he wouldn't mind staying and helping me. The entire 
ride back to my apartment was basically him making a case as to why I should let him see me naked. Mm. While sitting in his passenger seat, I sent a text to my friend, which said something along the lines of, help, this dude is creeping me out. Make an excuse and call me ASAP. My friend called and made up some excuse about her fighting with her roommate. He saw the text in the reflection of the window and then not so like not so nicely asked me to get out of his car. What? I swear. <laughs> this like this just it makes you afraid to like want to get a ride with the guy now. It's like yeah, because he's sitting in a like, public haven't... place. Take your car because this could happen now. <laughs> like, exactly. You're this. Exactly. The thing is, like he's sitting there selling himself like he's applying for a job. Mm-hmm. Like he's sitting there acting like he's like. Like deadly calm, and that's not a good sign. Yeah, it's like, no, like, Mm. I'm not gonna get mad. Right. Or that's just, ooh, this give me chills. Yes. All right, so next one from Anonymous. I allowed my friend from college to set me up on a date, which ended up being a group date out on the lake. My date, Mm -hmm. Austin, was about 6'3, heavy set with long, stringy black hair. Um, Austin happened to love sporting his Speedo. By the <laughs> afternoon, he was plastered, and we all decided to go for a swim. Hmm. At, at one point during the swim, he got very quiet. The group looked in his direction, and we noticed his face his face looked like that of a constipated child. His friend yelled, get in the boat now. Moments later, he saw a ver- we saw a very large turd float up to the surface next to Austin. Austin laughingly uh, got back in the boat and acted as if nothing happened. Austin, you totally did that, turd. You totally, you totally did that. I'm like, bro, that's not subtle at all. <laughs> that's gross. He shot in the water. I know this is like why I'm going to swim in the lake because that's just Ooh, ridiculous. That is, man. There's bathrooms. I get this. Yes. Yeah, when we're plastered, like it's a little harder sometimes to go to said bathrooms. Mm-hmm. But if you are acting like a child and you're pooping in the river, like you know, they're gonna pull up. Yeah, like you can't <laughs> control that. I don't think you should be drinking, sir. No, like sir, <laughs> hand me a cup. <laughs> we're cutting you off. <laughs> you poop in the cup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, man. so next one is from Kat. So when I was in the office building, an older guy in his 50s, we chatted mm-hmm. from time to time during the elevator rides in, in the cafeteria. But the way we talked made me think the friendship was more of a mentoring. And We discussed work, current events, and occasionally our families. He said he was happily married, and I told him about my pending divorce. This went on for a couple of months. One Friday evening, as we were leaving work, I agreed to, uh, I agreed to getting drunk with him. We made more small talk until I was close to finishing my drink. At that point, after telling me how much I reminded him of his daughter, he proposed we have an affair. <laughs> oh, Lord. He said we could meet someplace and have fun, then go our separate ways. Then he took and said, it could be just like me and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> As though this were the clincher that could win 
win me over. I asked for the check and left. <laughs> Not me and Mrs. Jones. This man is showing his age. What is that from? Because I'm showing my age, I guess. It's a song like me and Mrs. Jones got a thing going oh. on. I think it's about a oh. man is actually having an affair, probably. Oh, Counting Crows? No. no. I don't know if it's no. that song. I thought it was like, um. No, no, no. That's that's different. Sorry. I was thinking it's Mr. Jones, but I love that one by Counting Crows. Anyway, um, I just I don't know what that's from, but okay. Yeah, um, let's see. I know it's uh, I'm gonna, I don't I know I don't think it's Motown. Um I know it's from the seventies. Oh. Okay. I don't I don't I don't know if it's Motown or not though. Um, let me see. It's by it's by Billy Paul. Yep, it's from seventy two. Yes, I was right on that. I always associate all those music that sounds like that with Motown. <laughs> so it, it could have been, but yeah, it was by him. So it was by like um seventies singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Mrs. Jones got a thing going on. Oh, that sounds familiar now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Memory it's- unlocked. Yes. All right, so yeah, that man he was he was showing his age. <laughs> All right, so next we can get into our two submitted stories from our respective friends. So my friend, anonymous, and <laughs> this is a horror story. I I can't lie, I cackle when I read it. Um, <laughs> so when it hit the fan, okay. So I'm gonna read it the way she typed it, guys. So I wish she would have typed it out better, but anyway, okay. Okay, please keep this an um, anon because I still talk to the guy. This happened a few years ago. Was out with some gal. Call him Corey. Not hit it off enough for me to take him back to my place. Corey's a friend of a friend. Some widow or rapist. <laughs> In hindsight, I probably should have. I probably shouldn't have have assumed that he wasn't a rapist. But anywho. <laughs> So we're back at my place and we're having some wine and these jalapeno poppers I doggy bagged from the bar. Stupidly, I had the lights low and in my drunken haze, I kissed him. Next thing I know, our clothes are off and we're in the bed. Don't judge me. <laughs> I yeah. swear, she's such a character. Mm-hmm. Um, um, anyway, we're in bed and I kept hearing this gurgling noise. And no, it was not me. It was his it was his effing stomach. Before I could ask him if he was okay, he climaxes and releases the most colossal fart I've ever heard. Oh, I literally wow. thought he should, I literally oh, wow. I literally thought he shit himself in my bed. Right. Oh Lord. He said, I told him to get the F up and he ran to the bathroom holding his <laughs> bathroom holding his damn cheeks together he did not shit my bed but his asshole nearly exploded on my toilet they would oh. shit everywhere on the toilet oh no <laughs> oh wow I, I, I was trying because I read it before I, I, I didn't want to start busting out laughing while reading it but right. I couldn't help it 
What if he was like lactose intolerant? He was too afraid to like say he was, and he tried to eat something with cheese or something. You know, it's too much spicy. Like, well, I don't know because like. I wonder because like I did ask her I didn't get the chance to include it here but I did ask her like mm-hmm. you know um, she said they had like some chocolate cake um when they were like at the um bar so did you have like any dessert or anything because it's actually right. let me let me back back up so it's yeah actually this dessert thing. and alcohol don't always mix well <laughs> well there's actually this thing my friend told me about and that's the reason why I don't mix spicy things and chocolate together it's called Monty's uh-huh. Revenge oh. um, you mix chocolate and anything spicy together some people can get away with it but it it gives you the worst diarrhea of your life Oh. And um, I think that's what happened because they had chocolate cake and then it came back to us and they started eating the jalapeno poppers and I think that's what happened oh, to him. Oh, yeah. Because he did have, I, she said she had like cheesecake, but he had like chocolate cake and I think that's what happened. Oh, God, yeah. And I was like, oh. yeah, my thing is in was revenge. Yeah, sounds like it. Oh, Lord. But <laughs> we I had an awakening on the toilet. To <laughs> Well, good for her. She said it was everywhere. It. She oh. said it was like on the whole back wall. She's like, like his whole oh. butthole exploded. Oh my god! I hope she made him clean it. I don't know. I didn't get the details on that. I'm I know. Tackling. I'm just saying. I'm just like, wow, <laughs> poor thing. Oh, I, know, I know he was mortified. Yeah. Oh, so making me think. Have you seen that sequel to Dumb and Dumber? I have, but it's been so long. I used to love Dumb and Dumber when I was little. <laughs> He's just the bathroom and he gets, sh- he gets poop everywhere. <laughs> yes, I believe it. It's just like, I, I vaguely do remember it. I vaguely do. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. But hilarious because you're just like, how did that happen? <laughs> it's just, oh my goodness. It's, good. <laughs> it's just, yeah. oh, Lord. Okay. So the next one is the one your friend um, Matt O sent in. Did mm-hmm. you get a chance to read this, or I think I sent yes. it to you? Okay. Yes, I've already read it, and yes. Matt had told me this before. Yeah, it's not like oh goodness, bless his heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hiya. So I didn't um, get a name for you, but I know. Um, well, this I'm pretty much reading what he wrote. But I know Sarah mentioned you were interested in, in a dating horror story, and boy, do I have one. So thank you, Matt. I was roughly about 17 years old. This was 11 years ago. And I had finally got my first girlfriend ever. Things were smooth and peachy until one day. Um, Raquel mentioned she wanted to get really, really drunk. Now, to a hormonal teen guy, this was the greatest idea ever. <laughs> until I learned a very important lesson in life. The day came and I, and I uh, managed to somehow get the alcohol and find um, space away from the family and begin the drinking. Things were great. Things were dandy. And then she started making a move on me. This was the best day of my life. Except as a kid, I didn't realize I had an above average tolerance to the drinks. She did not. Raquel got to the point where she mentioned the room was spinning and how awesome it was. And as a quote unquote man, the dating thing right. And then it happened. She made a move and kissed me while I clearly thought nothing of it. My world was perfect in that moment. We fell down, making out loving, making out loving the moment. And then I heard, all I heard was this a gurgle. Before I could say, babe, is everything okay? My face went warm. 
I went through the range of emotions before even comprehending why it was warm. And then it hit me as it trickled down my nose and into my mouth. I realized this moment just, I know, this woman just (laughs) threw up. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, that still makes me sick. Yeah. Poor Matt. Oh, my God. I know. It was devastating. I couldn't breathe. The immediate smell I had in my nose was acidic bile. Hmm. I feel I learned what it meant to have genuine trust issues. I didn't, it didn't take a woman cheating on me, breaking my heart or using me. It only took a split moment of their Hmm. innards being drained down my nose and throat. Uh. (laughs) To this, (laughs) he said, to this day, I have a branded in my brain, no matter what, no matter how attractive the woman is, I will never, ever kiss someone again after drinking alcohol. Yeah. Context, we had um, just eaten some local pizzeria, so the vomit was very tomatoey. Oh, I just had pizza, too. That's oh, great. <laughs> That's okay. I'm good. <laughs> I, I was just sitting here at the beginning like, oh, God. <laughs> yes, Lord of mercy. Oh. Yes. He has a PTSD going on, rightfully so, though. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Right, after I that happened, too, once that happened to me, I would have, I would have, they probably would have to give me a psych evaluation. Right, be like, mm, I don't think I'm ever kissing anybody if they drink again. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah, we're definitely with you there, Matt. We're definitely yes. with you there. Yes, thank you for sharing said story. That was not easy. Right? Yes. And thank you to my friend who wishes to remain anonymous. Thank you for yes. sharing yours as well about the colossal yes. fart. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, fart that shook the bed. <laughs> I know, but the thing, right? I know, but it's so funny because I'm pretty, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that it did happen, but I I, mm-hmm. I was telling my um my um, <clears throat> other friend that knows the story too, and we both came to agreement. She's probably going to be mad when she hears this, but we think that he did, he, we think we, he did shit the best. She just didn't tell us. There's no one where you can let out a fart like that, and then minutes later, your butthole explodes and I told you you didn't shit the bed. Right. <laughs> she just didn't want to tell nobody. Well, I like mean, did. It's okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. Just couldn't help what he ate and everything. I mean, that's just horrible. Like, I don't want to make fun of him because that has to be mortifying. But like, yeah, you know, like, like I mean, it's because it's so sad because it happened like right when he was like climaxing. Like that's right. Terrible. Like yeah, control that. Yeah, like, no control with. Yeah. Oh, poor dude. Like I ends know. on a high note and then ends on a brown note as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And this is what he knew. He had made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That is awful. It is. I really do feel bad for him. Me too. Everyone's going to be like, you feel bad for him? What about me? <laughs> Right. Oh, I feel bad for her too. I feel bad for both parties. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, but I think it's really she's still friends with them. Though they kind of like you know, kind of like I'm let glad. it be doggone. Oh, so you yeah. guys just should have got married at that point. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. You need something to tell the kids. Let me tell you about the town. Happy <laughs> old <laughs> daddy. <laughs> oh, this is true. That's funny. All right, so I have like two honorable mentions. They were kind of like ghosting stories because I kind of like, you know, wanted to be a little bit punny. Mm-hmm. So these are the last two. So the first one is from Mallory K. 
and she's a BuzzFeed user. So Mallory says, I was, I talked to this guy from Colorado for about 10 months and we decided to meet in person when I would, um, when I would head down um, there with my friend to visit her boyfriend, we talked every night on the phone, falling asleep on the phone with one another. We Skyped all the time. He even met my mother over Skype. We sent each other um, birthday and Christmas presents. He even accepted a job up here where I live. I met his dad over the phone and talked to his brother and sister-in-law. My friend and I um, bought our plane tickets and it was getting closer and closer to our trip. And we and both of us getting more and more excited. He even sent me a video of him, of him, quote unquote, buying me a, a promise ring. But wasn't going to give it to me until he met my mother in person and asked her permission for my hand. I talked to him the week before I was set to visit. Everything seemed perfect. He wished me a good day and said he loved me like always. Then that was it. Um, Not a word from him again. Deleted and blocked me on Scout, Facebook, Snapchat, aww. Keek, and apparently blocked my phone number. Wow. I even sent him letters and it said return to sender. Then later <laughs> I found his brand new profile page on Facebook. When I tried to send him a message, he immediately blocked me. Still have no idea what happened or what went on. Dang. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel for them. That's sad. It is. It is super sad. It is. Especially, like, you know, 10 months. It's almost a year. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a long time. It is. And our last one we have here is from Whitney L., so, I've been dating this guy for over a year. It wasn't unusual for us not um it wasn't unusual for us to not talk for a few days at a time. So, I wasn't too worried um when I had heard from him, when I hadn't heard from him in over a week. One night call that was a little like this. Hey babe, sorry I haven't called in a while, but I've moved across the country because I'm wanted for an identity theft scheme. So I'm never coming back home. And oh, by the way, I've been hooked up. And oh, by the way, I've been hooked on crack for the last year. Can you send me some money? Um, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He said, I wanted for identity theft. And oh yeah, I'm on crack. <laughs> oh God! Oh my goodness! Oof. Wow. Well, I think that ghost story turned out to be <laughs> oh a okay because uh uh-uh. yeah that was something else. And it's like it was it was the <laughs> it was the hooked on crack for the past year for me. Yeah, I'm like it's not uh, enough for you to ghost, right? Oh my god! But you're gonna sit there and be like, you know, I'm on crack. one is getting overdosed Please. on meth. One's on crack. Like these love stories uh, are crazy. They are, like, man. Okay. <laughs> it's because I wonder why, like, we didn't share any personal stories. Personally, I just didn't want to share any of mine because mine's just sad. It has nothing to do with yeah, more. right. <laughs> and like, you know, we just didn't really have anything to like really share. Unfortunately, which is why we had to poach from other people. 
Yeah, I mean, you know about that one time I was excited about talking to this guy, and then he mm. told me that Supernatural's lame, and that my crush oh, yeah. on Dean Winchester is unhealthy. I'm like, sir, shut up. <laughs> I said, you're just mad because you can't measure up. Right, exactly. I'm just like, because if, like, if you can't deal with the fictional men that I, and I've always liked, then you're obviously just, I don't know, compensating for something. Yes, yeah, like no, it like it makes me so mad. Like you know, not gonna say I want to say some men because not all no, not all men are like this. But like no, no, you know, like men like him, they'll walk around and be like, oh, why do you like supernatural? Like blah blah blah. You don't like yeah. them because of you know you don't like them because they're attractive. I was like, well, duh. Yeah. But like, see, they no one says anything when men watch sports. Like you literally right. just watching a bunch of men fall on the ground and throw a ball back and forth <laughs> across the field. Like I mean. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we can easily say that, but I don't do that because I know that's what you like. Yeah. Just don't come from the stuff I like or I'm gonna know. Right. Like he went on to say that, like, oh, like to describe his favorite shows, then started picking apart mine. I'm like, dude, you, you don't do that to somebody. What that's show mean. what shows did, did he like? Do you remember? Uh Ozark was one and um no i remember now i, I just remember him saying ozark for sure yeah i remember now because he kind of he was kind of giving me like toxic masculinity like he was like yeah like you know they it was like you know, yeah it wasn't like you know manly show and all this so i was like okay yeah. man, sir, you sir have internalized misogyny You're i don't want to do you yes exactly. exactly toxicity at its finest everyone Exactly. I saw this one. I wish I could find it. I probably have it saved somewhere. But there was this one guy who he was actually making a joke. And this this is why I said I want a guy to his masculinity. He was mm-hmm. talking about his day off. He went to volunteer for the um the fire um fighter training. And he was like one of the victims and everything. And like he's like, I went in on my day off. This guy comes up to me and he was like, he's all sweating and all this stuff. He's like, I'm gonna get mm-hmm. you out of here, I promise. He picks me, he's this guy was like, he picks him like I don't weigh anything. He said, he's I went, he's I came in here on my day off 100 percent straight. And now I'm like, Dink. I was like, no, but it's so true. I was like, he was able to give a compliment to another guy and not feel like he was inferior. And I was like, that that's like that's the level of like comfortable like that's all like the level of like comfort and confidence in themselves i feel like all men should like strive to be like you shouldn't feel like you're or you shouldn't feel threatened you know um by another guy that's just yeah. how i feel exactly but like it's just i don't know but that guy he definitely i remember you telling me about him now i remember him playing his day Mm-hmm. I yeah, I was mad. just like, you were re- right, because it was just uncalled for. Like, you know, at first, like I told him, I'm like, I mean, I I'd like to watch Ozark, but like I go for more like fantasy or horror shows than more like um, I guess realistic stuff. Although I liked Narcos and stuff, you know, I'm just kind of specific about my taste and everything. And then I was just, like, saying why I love Supernatural. And he's like, well, it's unrealistic. They're never in danger. I'm like, sir, shut your mouth. Okay, sometimes it feels like they're never in danger. Because, yes, yeah, Sam, I mean, Dean always has Sam's back. And Sam tries to do that, you know, as well. Um, and, yeah, maybe sometimes, you know, they do find a way out of a really bad pickle. But, I mean, they, <laughs> it's not like, you know like he's saying like it's like a cakewalk for them like if you even watch the show sir like uh exactly like i think his criticism was just like because you know like nothing's really gonna happen 
yeah um, so they're the main they, characters yeah and the, but the thing is that's the case like but he's like you know the show's not real because like yeah. nothing really happens like, that's the thing like you obviously don't watch a lot of fantasy shows like that's the thing yeah. with fantasy shows like there's always yeah. loopholes that save your main Especially characters <laughs> exactly like you know but, but they had like a plethora of characters they could always pull yes. from they yeah. didn't have like one central character like one or two central characters mm-hmm. I'm like you know it's like this show is pretty much not based in real life like a show that's based mm-hmm. in real life yeah like people die they don't come back but like mm-hmm. in Supernatural like you know it's in the title like you know nothing's mm-hmm. really 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 real so I'm like yeah. to compare the two like say right. I mean like the thing is like he's type person like I'm not gonna say people watch fantasy shows and stuff to escape from real life, but we watch fantasy shows because, like, for one, it's amazing to see what people create with their imagination. Like, yeah. no one wants to see like a bunch of like crime stuff. Like, you Pretty can watch crime stuff and it's fine, but yeah, yeah, you know, Pretty. you can't you can't, you can't pick apart something that's not even part of the same genre. Yeah, I mean, what Kripke came up with on his own was just ingenious. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I love it. It's you know it's a very popular show worldwide except i don't know many people here besides you and me that really love supernatural (laughs) Um, i feel like a lot of people i feel like a lot of people don't watch supernatural because a lot of people just don't like horror in general Mm -hmm. like i know i I know some nerds watch it because they like like nerds like us um Mm -hmm. they watch because like they like the mythology standpoint and all that stuff like i just Mm-hmm. Dean is hilarious and Castiel like his snarky and sass and so is Sam Sam is sassy too like I just love their sass it's the best their little quips mm-hmm. it just yes. makes it so yes guys and I and I've made progress I'm still in season 11 but I'm like mm-hmm. heading towards the middle so I have yeah. made progress exactly that's good I'm glad you're enjoying that's what matters yeah it's just my best friend like she said she's just watching it she goes on a cruise later this week so she said she wanted to get it done before they said she wants to be able to watch the panels and she's tired of like ducking and dodging the panels and stuff not to get spoiled and I was like I understand that but at the same time like mm-hmm. I'm asking you like you know like when she watched season 11 I'm like what did you what, and, like with early the early parts mm-hmm. like, well, I can't really tell you what's going on in which episode so this is exactly why I don't want to binge watch it through me I'm, I am going to binge watch it but I don't want to just mm-hmm. be watching it just to be getting through it because i want to be able to actually yeah. watch it and see what's going on a lot on. happens yeah exactly yes and actually enjoy it like right now i'm on the episode um where there's like um there's like these ghosts like that like possessing all the costumes that making people kill people i, mean, I think it's making people kill like somebody who did something to them mm-hmm. i think that's yeah that's the episode i'm on yeah but um yeah, see, I'm just trying, like, you know, to get through it. So I'm definitely going to get through it because I know I have the Winchesters recorded on Hulu and it only keeps it for nine months. So mm-hmm. I have to hurry up so I can watch that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I also want to be able to go down the rabbit hole of my conspiracy theories with all the Winchesters and I can't do that until I finish. Right. Because I'm a conspiracy theory queen. Like, I'll be looking at stuff that's... That yeah, I'll be trying to put connections together, like trying. And most of the time, my brain just gets and goes into overthinking. Like the episode, like the baby episode, um, that I finished, I actually watched two times. Um, I was telling you, I think like because I knew, like when the waitress's um hairpin went missing. Um, I knew it had to be some significance because they they wouldn't have pointed it out. And I was like, I was like, I bet that's gonna be the key or something, like blah blah blah. And it wasn't. I was mad. I was like. <laughs> I was mad because I like I mean 
I think it's because like at one point I did want to be like a television or screenwriter. I wanted to be do that. So I've read like a lot of books and stuff as to how they do it. So I kind that's how I can kind of like know where something's going. And it's it's a blessing and a curse because like you know it's hard to kind of like surprise me because I kind of already know where it's going. I look for like key things, but sometimes you know they they manage to surprise me with twists and stuff, and I'm like ooh, like right. Like I don't want to bring up any, like I don't want to bring up any spoilers, but like mm-hmm. you know, my bloody Valentine is a good example. I don't want to say anything yeah. else, but yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. And it was so funny because like when um I don't know if have you you've seen that um Friday Thirteenth with Jared in right? Yeah, absolutely. It was so it was funny because so I find in that one. I love, I, yeah, I love. <laughs> those movies and yes. also, I was watching I didn't even know Jared was in it at this point I just put it on I was like why is Jared literally in everything I've ever watched in my whole life <laughs> I swear I've grown up watching him like I literally like almost everything that I've watched growing up here has ha- happened to be in it. it wasn't like I was intentionally um like things just he was just always in everything I've ever watched and I just like mm-hmm. that's so like you know and then I think that's why like you know like when people like you know say like hateful things I'm, I think that's kind of like the reason why I kind of I'm not gonna say guard dog, but I'm kind of like protective because, um, mm-hmm. like, I grew I grew up watching him, like you know, essentially. Right. So, I'm just I like, know. Jared like, I was there for so long. Exactly. Exactly. The thing is, like, I said, like, I grew up like watching Jared, like watching Jared, like yeah. all kind of stuff, and then like he didn't like things said about him until like he joined like Supernatural and all this stuff. I'm just yeah. like, why are you guys so called fans coming out saying things about him? So we mm-hmm. love Jensen, like you know, we don't like. Um, Misha or we don't like Jared I'm like mm-hmm. well I'm like that's because really- their political views and stuff and I'm like why can't we all just have different opinions why that, you have that, to hate- it's their life like a long time yeah. I haven't heard of nobody now out here acting like R. Kelly you know uh, <laughs> like you know not out here OG doing that Simpson. exactly you know like not out here right. like you know messing around with kids or killing their wives like you know I mean yeah, they're okay in my book like you know just trying to like you know cancel them and the thing is like because oh, of their personalities like you know Misha's really into political activism you have Jared yeah. that's you know just beats those marches to the beat of his own drum doesn't like care yeah it's like you know and then you have um now jensen do you know you, you, this goes saying you know i love jensen but like i feel like yeah just kind of like i'm not gonna say like i don't want to speak to his like personality because i don't know him all. Mm-hmm. um but as like, no, i know we haven't like had he, the pleasure of meeting him yet. right i feel like he kind of holds back a little bit his personality because there's no mm-hmm. I'm not, there's no way i know there are different people in different friend groups i feel like but, he's reserved you know yes like he's yes. very reserved unless it's like people he knows or like i mean at conventions he you lets put, loose with fans put the word you took the words out of my mouth i think he only shows the real mm-hmm. side of the people that he knows because yeah and i feel like that's the thing like jensen like he he he, he gives like the personality he wants pe- he, pe- get, he gives the personality that he wants people to see to his fans and to the public but when he's like around his friends and family that's when he shows who he really is because there is no way mm-hmm. as opposed to jensen not jensen opposed to jared and misha they um show their personality all the time I was mm-hmm. like, so I think Jensen has an on switch because he's kind of like a private person um, mm-hmm. where he kind of just like, you know, whatever. And I think it's like, there's no way in the world, there's no way where you can be friends with two people like Jared and Misha and not be somewhat like them. But I understand like friends be, are different. Like, you know, not every friend's the same, but 
it's just like I just feel like you know I don't I don't know it's like you know, I just feel like he's either that he just kind of walks on eggshells and kind of appease everyone and you can't do that like you know you it's okay to make people mad like if you try to walk around and try to like mm-hmm. not you're gonna pretty much exhaust yourself and that's why I'm glad that, you're not like, gonna be truly happy I would think you know I'm still working on that like yes you know it's a trauma thing like I was taught you know a certain way and everything and I'm trying to unlearn that you know like my opinion does have value and everything because I was kind of like I've always also too noticed that I would mold myself to be what I thought people wanted me to be like I'm learning that behavior as well so it's yeah, like it, it's you'll be happier if you actually like be yourself and you'll know like who likes you and who doesn't and stuff eventually. Exactly, exactly. And like that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's like it's not wrong with like having that type of personality. Like, some people have a personality where they're able to like flip a switch and able to blend in with whoever they're around at the time. Not call it a morpher, but it can easily get misconstrued as a bad thing. Morphing can be a good thing. Like, you know, whoever you're around, you're able to kind of meld in and fit in with that. Um, so that also could be the case. Because um, mm-hmm. you notice, like, wh- whoever, his personality is kind of influenced who he's around at the time. And I call it, like, switching hats. Like, okay, I'm going to be around these people, so let me go ahead and get this energy going. Let me get this hat on. Then when I'm around my friends, I get this hat on. So I think he can, kinda, he can just adapt to different people. And I think that's more so, um, I think that's more so what it is. Because he's, 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 um, Guys, I'm sorry to go on this whole psycho psychoanalytic <laughs> rant. I am, but like he is kind of like you know, sh- like you said, reserved and shy mm-hmm. in some regards. Because like a lot of people was like, you know, he can't be shy. He's been doing this. Like people can still mm-hmm. can make movies and stuff and still be shy. Yeah, and they're just they don't want to like Misha, show you know, that that's they're... the opposite. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a flamboyant Leo, so <laughs> he is. He's out there like you know doing the most proposition the fans like and you know he's just doing the most. It's like do you have he can like proposition me. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that. <laughs> it's oh Lord! Saying, if y'all don't already know, like, yeah, be my Valentine. <laughs> 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 oh God, I need to stop. Oh, that's okay. Um, but, yeah. So outside of our, um, outside of our, um, my uh, my psychoanalytic rant, it wasn't so much as you, Sarah. I'm actually going to mm-hmm. include also, guys, a list of some uh, Valentine's Day horror movies to um, for you guys to possibly watch going through this week. What I do if it's a if it's a holiday, it's the holiday week for me. I just do watch Valentine's Day stuff all this week. Just that's just for me personally. Mm-hmm. But you know, of course, at the top of the list, Reigns, My Bloody Valentine. Yes, that that's gonna be the first thing I watch. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, and then I was telling you about you have Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah. So everyone, if you have Hulu, there's this movie. It's um called it's it's by Into the Dark and it's called Down. It's about these people who get these coworkers who get stuck in the elevator on Valentine's Day, and it's mm-hmm. actually very interesting. I know I made it sound kind of boring, but it's actually really, 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 really creepy. Um. So if you guys want to give that a watch, and I'll include some other movies or, you know, whatever that you guys can um, watch, you know, that are centered around, you know, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like two episodes of Supernatural that I remember. There was one about, um, I think it was The Siren. Um, y'all mm-hmm. will know what I'm talking about. It's in the later seasons. Um they're oh trying goodness. to track down I the need siren. to hurry up and finish because I need I'm, yeah. I'm, I love that lore 
Well, it's like that scene where um, Sam is like looking at Dean. He's like, you look all rough and everything. And like, he's looking at his neck with all the hickeys and like Dean's just digging through the fridge trying I've to find it. something I've to eat. Seen it. <laughs> and he's like, what you do for Valentine's Day? And then like, Sam's like, well, better than what you did. And he's like, hey, I don't have to be Mr. Right. Just Mr. Right now. Right? I was like, you can be my Mr. Right now. <laughs> Ain't that the like, truth? I was like, man, I swear. I know. <laughs> yeah. But, but we're not settling. That's the important thing. We're not settling. And if you guys yep. are here that are single, like self love, like whatever, don't mm-hmm. settle for anything. Exactly. That's like everything. Kill yourself first, and that's what I'm working on. And then you'll know what you're ready for, what you want. And, you know, you'll know from your experiences, like, what, you know, red flags and green flags are and everything. Yes, this is so true. All right. Well, so, mm-hmm. Sarah, was there anything else that um, you want to go over before we close out this valentine's day ep um no i guess not it's been a lot of fun and i mean it's been shocking and hilarious as usual and just like a evening of debauchery yes that's what we do the best yes indeed (laughs) yes so guys are um we are um gearing up for starting our we're going to start our research soon for upcoming season season mm-hmm. four i don't have a we don't have a release date for sure for that mm-hmm. we're going to aim at the summer i'm going to try to be a little more earlier than i was last year um mm-hmm. with it um and see how that goes um and if there are any like topics that you guys would like for us to cover or any like themes that you would like for us to cover um shoot us a dm or an email we're always open mm-hmm. to um suggestions and you know we can't wait for an upcoming season yeah it's exciting i had a lot of fun um co-hosting with you last year and everything so i'm you know i can't wait to know what else we'll get into and everything yes it's gonna be so fun i love having you as a mm-hmm. co-host as well so we just kind of just we oh, just like you. bounce off one another <laughs> we have we the same do. personality great minds yep yes. <laughs> for sure <laughs> Yes. With that being said, you guys have a great, wonderful, hopefully not bloody Valentine. Yeah, (laughs) right. Indeed. Yes. So this has been Brianna and I'll be back hopefully this summer with more frights. Bye guys. Um, You know, stay weird and carry on. (laughs) Yes. And as always, happy Valentine's Day guys. Stay bizarre and good night. Good night.